let's get down to business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get. Oh, I what up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of the Massive Joe's Show podcast, Fitness Times Business. My name is Joseph Mansell, CEO of Massive Joe's. I am your host, and I'm joined in this episode number 22 to the man who is to Massive Joe's what Dwayne Wade was to Miami from 2010 to 2014. That's the best you had. <laughs> You spent time before this podcast I research. Did, I you did. spent researching. I researched. <laughs> I researched. Fucking terrible. If Massive Joe's was the Miami Heat, you would be Dwayne Wade from 2010 to 2000. Is that a good or a bad thing? That's a great. It's a fucking great thing. Massive Joe's general manager Steve Mills. Mate, give credit where credit's due. I dug deep for that one. I'm just going to keep bringing the basketball references. You do it no until, until, I, until you until you actually give credit one week and yeah. go fuck. That was a good one. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, this episode of the Massive Joe Show podcast is going to be a shorter than usual episode because we're going to get right to the fucking point. The title of the episode is Execution is Everything, Big Neve. Mm-hmm. And it's based on a question that we actually got. Uh, actually, a lot of listeners and, and, and viewers of this podcast on the YouTube channel probably don't know uh, that we run a YouTube channel for Massive Joe's and one of our weekly series is called Weekly Word. And within the weekly series called Weekly Word, we have a segment called Ask Neve. Mm. And we get questions from our YouTube subscribers all over the world. And one of the questions this week was about, um, it was actually about uh, being a perfectionist. Yeah. And it kind of inspired us to, we were going to do a different topic for this episode. And I was like, no, fuck it. I want to do execution is everything. Mm. So that's a bit of background, a bit of context. And we are going to talk about execution is everything. Uh, For those listeners who are tuning in for the very first time, because we always have new listeners or new viewers on the Massive Joe's Show YouTube channel. The base of this podcast, the fun, the fundamental principle is fitness times business. So we like to talk a little bit about fitness. We mm-hmm. like to talk a little bit about business. And we like to talk about topics that transcend both fitness times business. And this topic, execution is everything, is going to transcend both fitness times business. So Big Neve, let's get straight into it. Mm-hmm. Why? is execution everything why is execution so important because you don't get any results by just thinking about things yeah if you just think about like what's the best way to do this or what's the best way to do that and this is my point in fitness yeah is too many people i think spend time worrying that what they're doing is correct or Mm. if it's the best possible way to do it um and it really takes away and, and from actually doing the work for example, in fitness, yeah. my example for this is you get so many people emailing us as a business each week. Mm. Like if I have a fat burner before my cardio, does it break my fast? Mm. Um, like what what is the best exercise to target my inner chest? Yeah, Those kind of things. And this is just one example. But I think in, in cases like that, people are getting too caught up on the nitty gritty when – Going and doing the actual exercise of a fucking bench press or, or your proven flies or anything is going to get you results. Executing the actual outcome or the actual uh, exercise in fitness yeah. is going to provide a better result overall in terms of the consistency than what it is just sort of sitting around thinking about it. 
I think from the from the fitness perspective, and this is it's particularly timely actually because uh, season three of the Massive Joe Challenge is just about to start. And so we are busy here at, at Massive Just Headquarters preparing everybody's customized meal plans and the training programs and the supplements and everything that we give to the Massive Joe's Challenges, right? It's all there, spelt out, so on and so forth. I can tell you right now, the people who are going to succeed in the Massive Joe's Challenge are the ones who actually do the fucking work. Mm. Not the ones who get their, all of the, the, the documentation that we supply them with, all of the plans that we supply them with, and start thinking about how to best prepare their meals or what times to eat or, you know, how they're going to do this or how they're going to do that and spend too much time thinking about the plan, trying to get the plan. And this is this ties into the, the uh, inspiration for this episode, trying to get the plan perfect. And that's a lot of people, for example, like we're taking, but it, we get it so much with the challenge. It's just yeah. one example. Well, the cha- that's why I said it's timely with, because yeah, the, challenge the challenge really kind of shines a little bit of a, it kind of puts it under the microscope and it becomes very obvious. But this applies, but even, whether you're doing the challenge or not, this applies to any fitness journey. But this goes back to you and I who have both been uh, training ourselves or at least helping people in some yeah. regard for the last 10 to 15 years. Yeah. And stuff such as do, is it best to take a pre-workout 20 minutes before a workout or five yeah. minutes before a workout? Yeah. Stuff like that mm. is, yeah, really the nitty gritty. And people who don't just do the work, but they worry about their pre-workout. They worry mm. about how long after their workout do they take their protein powder. Mm. They worry too much about how many sets and reps they need to do. Yeah. They worry too much about overtraining. They, they worry too much about everything. Mm. And over time it builds up that they fucking worry themselves out of training altogether mm-hmm. because they, oh, I don't know what I'm doing and they just fucking stop. They spend, you know, you're 100% correct. And what I tend to see is I tend to see people spending so much time and effort on the planning side of their fitness journey. Mm. Time and effort that could other, because it's all, it's all opportunity cost, right? Time and effort that could otherwise be spent doing, mm. that could be spent executing. And the thing with fitness in particular is you're actually not going to know what is ideal for you and your fitness journey Mm. until you actually push it into practice, right? You're not going to know what sort of dieting method fits your lifestyle best until you actually try, until you execute. You're not going to know what sort of training style fits your lifestyle best until you actually go and execute. Mm. So there's almost like a, a feedback mechanism that you are not able to take advantage of Mm. Unless you're actually executing, Mm. unless you're actually going, you know what, the only way I'm going to figure out what the perfect or the most ideal dieting method for me Mm. is to stick to a particular dieting method for a sustained period of time and see if it works for me or not. Mm. See if it fits my lifestyle or not. Same thing with training, same thing with supplementation, same thing with all aspects of a particular fitness journey. Mm. You have to execute. You can sit around and think about the perfect or the most ideal until the fucking cows come home. Mm. You're not actually going to get any results Mm. and you're not actually going to be able to iterate and find what's perfect for you and find what's ideal for you unless you're actually executing. Mm. There's like people that sit down and think, what is going to burn more calories? The treadmill, the cross trainer, the rower, the bike? Just fucking do it. But then there's the same people that will drive around a supermarket for 20 minutes looking for a park that's 20 meters closer to the front door than the one they could have parked in. Yeah. Is they're just overcomplicating shit. Like, just move. Like, if you want to lose yeah. weight, move. But, but, and you know, the other side is obviously you have to have a plan. 
right? You have to have some sort mm. of plan. Mm. Because if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Mm. You have to have some sort of plan. Mm. So, you know, we're not saying don't invest time in doing a little bit of research on different dieting techniques and or different training techniques or don't, you know, be so tunnel vision that you close your mind off to new possibilities in terms of dieting, cardio training, so on and mm. so forth. You know, have awareness, keep an open mind, so on and so forth. Mm. But make a decision at which point you're going to go and execute. Yeah. You have to spend some time planning. Don't spend too much time planning because you're starting to eat, eating into the opportunity cost of actually executing. You start doubting yourself and then you make yourself thinking, oh, I'm doing the right thing. Am I wasting my time? And, and it is really like people like, for example, my dad mm. who wants to lose weight. Yeah. But, and we've had this, we've had, you and I have had this argument or this conversation before. Yeah. Is like, do people know how to lose weight? And a lot of people, they don't know how to lose weight. They just like, it, it seems like a simple analogy to us or a simple concept to us yes. eat less calories yeah but most people don't understand it yeah so that's the thing is is when they do sit down and all right i need to cut this out I need to cut that out mm. they worry themselves out of it because they think they're doing the wrong thing anyway and yeah. then just never do it yeah so that's the thing is but that's what i'm trying to say is is and what you said is make a start mm. see what happens if it doesn't work then great everyone's going to be different i know mates who can diet on 600 grams of cal 600 grams of carbs a week yeah myself i have to diet on 100 grams of carbs is yeah. everyone's different mm. unless you go out there and actually start the work mm. and and start cutting calories and start increasing your uh, expenditure by increasing walking mm. i mean the thing is is people that worry too much is walking and remember calories or sitting on the stationary bike or people going or if i go swimming yeah. they're all great they're all going to burn calories they're all going to help put you in a calorie deficit yeah so just go out and move. You have to do. Mm. It's funny. You actually just, you, I wasn't even going to bring this up, but uh, you just reminded me of back when I first got into competing, mm. I actually made this mistake myself because I was always, you know, scared of losing muscle mm. when I was dieting, when I was in contest prep. So I was like, you know, I don't want to do too much cardio. I don't want to drop my calories too low because I'm going to lose too much muscle and you know all of the hard work that I put in in the off season and the training and the eating and the supplementation and all that shit to build that muscle is just going to go to waste. Mm. And I could never get in good shape. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't get, you know, shredded glutes. I couldn't get uh veins through my I couldn't get proper stage condition and this mm. is going back to when I was a teenager. Fortunately enough, no one else could, so I still did quite well, yeah. but I could never bring the sort of conditioning that I wanted to bring because I did so much thinking I, and I did exactly what, you, what you're talking about. I scared myself out of it mm. because I convinced myself that if I worked too hard with the cardio or if I worked too hard with my caloric intake and dieted too hard, I was going to lose all this muscle mass and I'd be on stage like a skinny fucking rake, mm. but I could never get in shape. Yeah. And I got to a point in my career as a as a competitive athlete where I was just like, you know what, fuck it, I need to try. I need just I just need to execute. Mm. So I worked as hard as I possibly could. I dieted harder than I'd ever dieted. Mm. I did more cardio than I'd ever done before. Mm. And lo and behold, yeah, I did lose some fucking muscle, mm. but I got in the best shape I could possibly mm. get in. So what I did at that point was I went, all right, that. I got in great shape, but I did lose too much muscle. Perhaps I did, perhaps my calories were a little bit too low. So let me try something different. Let me do the same amount of, ca of cardio. Let me not drop calories too low. Mm. And then I maintained more muscle, but I still got in shape. Mm. So I iterated. And I, and over and over again, 
contest prep after contest prep. I start, you know, changing the dials a little bit, turning up the cardio, turning down the cardio, turning up the diet, turning down the diet, adding different supplements, so on and so forth, until I figured out what works best for me. Mm. But had I never taken that step and actually executed because I was too worried, because I was thinking too much about, oh no, well, that's not the ideal situation. That's not the perfect situation because this is what's going to happen based completely on theory. Had I just sat around and did that and not actually executed, Mm. I would never have had the information, the feedback to go and iterate, to go and change the dials, Mm. to go and figure out what was ideal and what was going to be perfect for me in particular. And the key thing that you said there, then you also said it mentioned earlier, was you did have a plan going into it, though. Of course. And and that's yeah. I just want to reiterate that is you did have a plan. Yeah. But the thing is, is you didn't wait to make sure what you thought it was perfect. Yeah. Because there's no such thing as perfect. It's yeah. never going to be perfect. Yeah. Uh, as we've said before, in in your eyes, it might have been perfect, but it may have overall to anyone else looking at it, it may not have been perfect. So correct. Um, don't try and create a plan and wait and keep refining that plan over and over waiting for the perfect plan because if you're waiting let's just say you're doing contest prep Mm. and it's taking you 20 weeks to a contest prep and you start planning it and then you keep going back and planning it and changing and planning it and changing it yeah you've just lost weeks and then overall if you've got a deadline then you've actually lost the amount of time that you're actually going to do work you've lost that you've lost the opportunity of executing Mm. that's That's what i say when it's opportunity cost you've lost the opportunity of executing because you spent too much time on the planning phase and not enough time on the actually fucking doing something phase that's what we say like and even like let's say with with dieting is you can you can plan a diet just say all right well this is the amount of calories i'm going to be on my bam my bmr or uh, my base metabolic rate is 3500 calories yeah. Um, so I'm going to drop it to 3,300. Mm. You follow 3,300 calories. You plan your diet. So we're planning your diet here, planning. Plan a diet for 3,300 calories. In two weeks' time, weigh yourself and do your measurements. I haven't lost any weight. Okay, well, now we need to go back and drop in another 200 calories. But the thing is, is you weren't overanalyzing that first bit. You went, you did, you saw results or didn't see results, and then you can make another plan based on those results and then move forwards with that and then give it another go. Don't overthink it again. Either... It's very simple. Dieting is very simple, mm. really, if you get down to the crux of it, is, okay, you didn't lose um, weight on 3,300 calories, mm. drop the calories again, or increase your output, increase your cardio. Mm. It's very simple, mm. really, but that's it. Don't, ever, don't over-complicate it. Spend another two weeks, see how you go. All right, two weeks later, you've dropped two and a half kilos and you've dropped three centimeters off your weight. Yep. All right, well, great. Continue doing that until the weight stops. Go back to the same plan again, drop the calories again, or increase cardio take another two weeks measurements wait and it's just a it's just a each time you're just uh let's i'm going to use it here but you're perfecting the diet 100 percent. so you're not you're not it's not a perfect diet you're perfecting it yeah so you're trying to reach something that's perfect it's never going to get perfect because there's no such thing as perfect yeah but it's never going to get to but each time you are perfecting it you're getting better at it you're refining it and you know the exact same process it's almost like a little bit like a flow chart i'm kind of my notes are kind of turning into a little bit of a flow chart here the exact same process applies to business Mm. career work you know whether you're a business owner you're an employee the same process applies to work you can sit around and plan Mm. you could you could literally extreme you could do nothing but fucking plan yeah that's the extreme plan theorize don't actually do anything but you know perfect your theory plan a little bit more continually kind of chase this perfect plan Mm. 
and never actually do anything. That's the thing. Like, never many, actually execute and anything. How many staff meetings do you have? Yeah. And it's like, Steve, or I'll just use myself as an example. Yeah. I do. I'm going to mention a deal because a deal loves being mentioned. He this. loves being mentioned. He fucking loves it. Yeah. But a deal, how are we going with this? I haven't done it. I haven't had time or whatever it may yeah. be. But the thing is, is if you haven't done it, you haven't had time, then what's, what's the point? We're not going to get any results from that. Mm. I mean, how many ideas have just been left on the table in all businesses? Imagine all the businesses yep. and all the strategies and all mm. the planning that's just sitting on a computer somewhere that never actually got utilized. Never actually got, got put into practice. Yeah. There'd be 100%. hundreds, hun- more than hundreds, obviously, but mm. millions of ideas and stuff that, that could have pushed that business to the next level or, yeah. or could have... I mean, that's the thing. You look at stuff and even with different businesses, is there were businesses before Facebook, social mm. media sites before Facebook. But why has Facebook taken over and, and others haven't is because really at the end of the day, they're executing. They were, they were making changes. They were constantly improving. They actually did. Mm. And I think, you know, the biz- business slash work example is quite polarizing because you look at both opposite ends. So I gave the example of where you do nothing but plan, Mm. right? And you actually never get anything done because Mm. everything just is theory and plan and you spend all of your time trying to perfect the plan and never actually do anything. Mm. The other opposite is you never plan anything and you're just doing, 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 doing and you end up running around like a fucking mouse in a wheel Mm. because you're just running around in circles because you have no plan. Yeah. So the business example is is good because you can see both ends. You you can see both sides of it Mm. and it highlights the need for some sort of middle ground between Mm. the two. And, you know, throwing back to the inspiration for this episode of the Massive Joe Show, the question was actually a business-related question. The question was along the lines of, I'm a manager in a business. Mm. I'm a perfectionist. I want to see things done perfectly. Mm. Things are not done perfectly. And it affects my job satisfaction. Yeah. You look at a business like McDonald's. Yeah. Is, is they've had time and they've had a lot of time to perfect their strategy mm. um let's go like opening a store yeah like they've had time they've done it before they know what to do they've got plans in place mm-hmm. they've got processes in place mm-hmm. how many times are you driving along and you look to your right and like fuck there's a mcdonald's there mm-hmm. and it seems like it's popped up overnight mm-hmm. because i bet you if, if you've got two stores next to each other yep. two vacant stores one's yep. mcdonald's one's josh's juices mm-hmm. and the the one next door sometimes you drive past and four months later it's it's still sitting there with stuff over the windows because they're still doing the fit out mm. is they haven't got a process in place of how the fit out works and yep. it's very similar to us when we first did the Massage store is is it was quite a slow process very similar but now like scooter has got got the plan down down very well mm. and a store can be open in one to two weeks pretty much if, mm. if you're or a little bit more but very quickly mm. but it's like that with with mcdonald's and mcdonald's have got processes and plans in place now that they can go and execute and then when they want to open a new store is boom here's the drafts here's this here's this here's this they've got the, the plans in place of boom we can open up in a month a mcdonald's mm. a million dollar franchise open in a month whereas a fifty thousand dollar smoothie or boost juice shop or not boost juice because they're a big company but a small privately owned juice shop might take two three months to open up which is a very simpler method 100 percent, because they don't have those plans and you know the other reason why i like the business application of this is because in in, in business in work you're working towards deadlines mm. if you're not this is a fucking problem <laughs> any good business mm. you're working to deadlines mm. so you have a particular task that needs to be done by a particular time and that's your deadline which is not always the case in fitness probably the fitness example is if you're doing a contest prep mm. right but for a lot of people who don't compete 
fitness is kind of open-ended because there really is no deadline, yeah. right? Work, career, business, there's a deadline. So then the question becomes, all right, I know I have to get shit done by this deadline. Mm. How much time do I spend in the planning phase? Mm. And how much time do I spend in the execution phase? Mm. And my kind of thoughts behind this is you need to get the best possible plan that you can get done Mm. in the time that you allocate to get a plan done. Mm. And the rest of the time needs to be spent executing. Mm. Because, you know, the example that you gave of McDonald's, which also applies to our retail stores as well, the learning, the iterating, the actual perfecting comes from executing. Had we not executed, we wouldn't have made the mistakes and the failures and everything upon which we learnt, upon which we obtained the feedback to go and improve the process for the fit out mm. or the process between behind marketing mm. or the process behind. If there's no execution, there's no feedback. If there's no feedback, you can't possibly get anywhere close to perfect. Because think, you just don't have the information to do it. But I think business, though, on, on another level is mm. business is even something else that there is no perfection, though. There's mm. no perfect method in, in business. Uh, listen, in a lot of sc- I think perfection in any aspect of life, the goalposts are always moving. I don't think you can ever attain perfection in anything. But what, what I'm getting at here is, is stuff like I, I keep building, bringing up re, uh, restaurants. But, yeah. but with yeah. a restaurant, for example, is, is little things like making a menu. Yeah, is how many times you go into a restaurant and you've got the same menu and two different like two different looking menus let's yeah. say in the same two different uh, two of the same menus in two different restaurants it just never happens. One yeah. of them a, a menu might be on a little clipboard, another one might be on black paper, another one might be on white paper, another one might be in a booklet, and one might be a single sheet of paper. Mm. One might just be up on the up on the wall. Mm. Is but each one none is more perfect than the other, or mm. none is really better than the other, mm. but as a boss or an owner, if you're sitting there and you're spending weeks fucking going over this menu, how to get it right, oh, is this font the right height? Is this font the right size? Have I got it on the right thickness paper? Like, And if you're a perfectionist, that's the shit you're going to be worried about. Mm. But at the end of the day, you just need to get a fucking menu out there. You yeah, need to do. You need to get it out there. Wait, do all these things and come back a month's time once the business is up and running. Yeah. Like nobody's not going to buy from you because they don't like the font on a fucking menu. But people will spend too long on stuff like a menu. Like Funny you can go back and what you've yeah. just said is you can go back and you can redo the menu. You can make it better. You can whatever you want to do. But there's stuff that work on that later. Just get something out in the market. Yeah. Start getting some business in. Start getting some. Then you can get feedback about your meals and those kind of things. Then you can make changes. It's funny that you mentioned menu because one of the things that, that, uh, that we're working on at the moment here at Massive Joe's is a new website. Mm. So we're updating our back-end website, front-end website. It's a completely brand new build. And I was having a discussion, going to mention him again, a deal because he loves being mentioned, um, our, our media and IT manager here, Dilip. I was having a discussion with him and he was like, what do you want me to do with the mega menu on the front page? Do you want, we're talking about the supplement side of the business, do you want this category or that category? What's going to look best? What's going to be best for the consumer? So on and so forth. And I was like, I do, I don't know. Yeah. So just try something. Yeah. Look at the heat map when people start visiting the website, learn from the feedback of what people visiting the website are actually doing and then make decisions. 
I, I said, I don't know. We can sit here and theorize about what needs to go on the mega menu and what we think is going to be perfect and the most ideal and the best UI for the visitors to the website. But we don't fucking know until they start using it. That's a very, very big thing with business as well is stuff like us in the supplement game is 99 out of 100 people will buy whey protein isolate, yeah. but then that one in 100 will buy vegan protein. Yeah. So it doesn't mean that we go and bring in every single vegan brand on the market just yeah. because one person has requested a vegan protein. Same with the beef protein. If someone emails through, do you stock any beef proteins? No, we don't. We don't automatically go out and start ranging with 48 tubs of chocolate beef protein. Mm. It doesn't make business sense, but... but a lot of the time is is yeah if you if you're making too many things trying to perfect it and make it perfect for each one like you're gonna have people that don't like your shit. Mm. I don't like Puma shoes, whereas some people love Puma. I love Nike. You love Adidas. Whatever. Like mm. everyone's got different tastes. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go to the next step as well mm. because you know occasionally we like talking about this as well. Mm. We've gone fitness. We've gone business. I want to talk about life in general mm. because I see a lot of people. Outside of fitness and business, they're just you're just talking about life goals. Mm. You know, it might be relationship based, family based, dreams, aspirations. You know, whatever you want to do with your life, I see this happen a lot. Is people have these big dreams, they have these big plans, they have these big goals, and they spend so much time thinking about them, planning them, trying to you know think about every possible outcome of what can and can't go right or the best way to do this or the best way to go and approach this or so on and so forth that they never actually spend any time executing Mm. and before they know five years goes past Mm. 10 years goes past 20 years goes past and all of these goals and dreams and aspirations that they had because they've never actually executed on any of them because they've spent so much time in the trying to get it perfect, the planning stage, they never actually achieve anything. Well, people always ask what might go wrong, but like what might go right? Exactly. Like people just don't think of that sort of thing. People always think too negatively about things like always. relationships. What happens if they don't like me? What happens if they don't? I don't know, in relationships. And many things Man, don't like about people. It, people it, worry about that and know, then they don't end up even getting a relationship either. It, By the time it, they're 50, they're fucking sitting at home alone with their cat. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it comes, down, it comes down to the three fears that we've discussed in many episodes mm. of this podcast. The fear of failure. What happens if I fail? Mm. The fear of other people's opinions. Mm. What are other people going to think of me if things don't go to plan? That's the plan in my own head. No one else knows what the fuck my plans mm. are. It's my own... But what, I, what, what, what are other people going to think of me? Mm. And then self-doubt. Mm. What if I can't actually do what I'm planning on doing? Mm. And all three of those fears are complete bullshit. Mm. And the only thing that they serve is to stop you doing, to stop you executing. There's this saying, and the saying is, perfection is the enemy of execution, which effectively means if you're trying to achieve perfection... You're never actually going to do anything. You know, we're never going to execute. You're never going to get anything done. Perfection is the enemy of execution. Mm. I don't like that saying because I feel like perfection can feed execution Mm. and execution can feed perfection in the kind of feedback loop that we're talking about. Plan as best you can. Do the best possible planning that you can do. But at some point, you're going to get to the point where the only way you're going to be able to plan better is to execute Mm. and get feedback. Mm. 
and fail and make mistakes and take those lessons and learn from them and iterate and go back to the plan and make it a little bit more perfect and then execute make mistakes fail iterate back to the plan and then execute mm. so i don't think that perfection is the enemy of execution mm. i think perfection feeds execution if you're thinking about it the right way if your mindset is the only way i'm ever going to get even close to perfect is to execute mm. the only way my plan is going to get better is to execute and it applies to fitness it applies to business, it applies to career, work, it applies to personal life, it applies to relationships, it applies to your goals, dreams, aspirations, anything you're trying to achieve in your life. It's a feedback loop. Mm -hmm. If you don't execute, you don't make mistakes, you don't learn from those mistakes, mm -hmm. you don't get better. I think a big thing that um, I want to add with, with in regards to both fitness and business yeah. is I think execution is a big thing about your team, mm. who you surround yourself with. Of course. This it's goes, culture. It does. And this goes for, for one way. If you don't know how to uh, write, plan a training pl program, for example, you don't know what to do for chest, mm -hmm. is, okay, I need, I need to find a team to help me then yep. is another thing. Like you're not just going to magically, like we're not saying you don't overthink it, but it's not going to magically pop into your head. Mm. Thing is, is you need to work on your team to help you with execution. And that might be finding a personal trainer. Yep. might be going to the Massive Joe's website. Mm -hmm. It might be going to Google mm -hmm. chest workout. Yep. Print, I've got a fucking chest workout within 90 seconds in my hand. But man, it, you know what? It, it, you're 100% correct in terms of the culture and mm. it applies to fitness. Mm. Right. If you're if you if you're surrounding yourself in a, let's say a gym, for example, mm. right, where people just plan shit and they never yeah. actually fucking do anything, yeah. well, you're going to get sucked into that. Yeah. And you're going to plan and never actually do anything. Mm. If you're working in a company or you own a company, and the culture of the company is to overplan mm. and try and get things perfect and mm. never actually do anything, mm. you're going to get sucked into that as well. Mm. In your personal life, and this is where it becomes quite difficult. If your friends and family mm. are the sorts of people who like to plan mm. and talk big talk yeah. and never actually fucking do anything, mm. what do you think is going to happen? Exactly. But even like with business, what I was saying, like not just culture, but surround yourself with the right people. Like yeah. if, if you were starting Massive Joe's, which is an online supplement retailer, and you don't know how to build a website, mm. well, outsource. Get someone to build the website for you in the initial stages. Yeah. Like. You, you don't need to be strung up and then hit a roadblock because you don't know how to do that. Outsource that and you focus on what you're good at mm. and execute what you're good at. Mm. Get them to outsource, do the website, give it to you at the final stages, boom, print it. You've, you've just run with it, but you've, you haven't just wasted three months trying to how to build a website mm. is because otherwise you are just going to divvy off and you're never going to execute because that's something you don't know how to do. Mm. As I just said with training, if you don't know how to program a diet, you don't know how to program a training program, you don't know how to, to write a diet, mm. is outsourced to someone who does know so it doesn't slow you down. Mm. Execution is everything, man. Mm. Does you, 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 <laughs> if you don't execute, there's no way you can get better at anything. No. And you're going to be the sort of person that just plans and talks a talk and never fucking walk to walk. Mm. Execution is everything. I'm gonna. That's all I got. I'm gonna. I hate those people. I'm gonna. Yeah. Oh, one of those people. <laughs> I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Gonna. I got big dreams. I got big plans. I'm gonna. I got no fucking... <laughs>
intention of ever putting them <laughs> into practice. But I'm just going to talk to talk. Everyone knows those kind of people. I and mean, we've, all, we've all done it, but there's people that do it with their whole life. But there's a lot of people listening to this as well who are mm. probably gonna people. Mm. And, you know, the culture is such a big... A big and you need to change your mindset from that gunner. It's Well, you need, to, you need to do two things. You need to change your mindset and you need to change the company you keep. Because mm. if you're surrounded by people who are gunner people as well, yeah. you're always going to be a gunner person. Yeah. You're never going to fucking execute yeah. because those three fears are going to cripple you mm. because they cripple everyone else who you hang around with. Mm. So if you're listening to this, and there's a lot of people who will be, who do have big dreams, aspirations, spend too much time planning, not enough time actually fucking doing. Mm. My advice to you guys is firstly, use this episode of the Massive Joe Show as the catalyst. Well, they don't even reach the planning stage. They're still just fucking thinking in their head about it. But that is the planning stage. That's what I'm saying. And it never ever, ends. I don't think they've even got to that stage though. They yeah. want to get on stage. I'm going to compete. Yeah. They haven't even fucking, they haven't done anything I know, about there's it, always though. planning that goes into it. There's always <laughs> planning. The problem is you can only get so far with planning before you have to start executing because if you don't execute, you don't have the feedback of information to make your plan better. Mm. So you stagnate. That's what this, that's, you know what? That is the core of this episode of the Massive Joe Show. If you spend too much time planning, mm. you stagnate mm. because you reach a point, you reach a kind of glass ceiling with your plan where you can't actually do any more planning because you haven't executed and you haven't got the required feedback mm. to take the plan to the next level. Mm. There's just certain things that you have to do. There's certain things that you have to execute on to get the information to know what to do next. Hmm. It's like leveling up. You can't go from zero to 100 without going through one, two, three, four, five, right up 99 to 100. Hmm. Because you just don't have the information. You just don't know how to fucking get there. Yeah. Execution is everything, man. Hmm. Big Neve, we've been having a lot of love on the Massive Joe Show, man. We've been charting, iTunes, top 30. Fuck it. By the time this goes live, it might be top 20. I reckon top 10. All right, top 10. He's <laughs> called it. He's gone top 10. I want to get there by the end of the year. And it's because of you guys, man. So the one thing that we do ask, if you've taken value from this episode of the Massive Joe Show, is just share it. Share it person to person. Take a screenshot of iTunes or Spotify, whatever you're listening on. If you found value and post it in your Instagram story, that's probably the best way at the moment. But, you know, however you like sharing things. If you're not a social media person, fuck it. Don't post it in your Instagram story. Just go tell your brother or sister or... Just give us a review on iTunes. Boyfriend or girlfriend or review us on iTunes or whatever the fuck, man. Just spread the love. Mm. That's how we're going to get that number one spot. Mm -hmm. That's how we're going to get that number 10 spot on the iTunes. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you guys. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of The Massive Joe Show. Episode 22, execution is everything. Guys, if there's one thing that I ask apart from sharing this episode, if you've gotten value from it, the other thing that I ask is actually go and do something. Mm-hmm. If you're the sort of person listening, you do too much planning, not enough executing, and this episode has resonated with you, use this episode as the catalyst to go and execute. It'll change your fucking life. <coughs> Big Neve, where are we coming to him from, man? MassiveJoes.com. Stay massive. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Massive Joe's Show. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, whether it be SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Massive Joe's Show, ensure that you give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform. Until next time, we're coming to you. 
from MassiveJoes.com. Stay massive.